Hey, welcome to the C3 Pottstown Podcast. This is John McKinley, your host, and this week we're going to continue a series that Pastor Robin started about the return of Jesus. Here's just a short clip of that. God knows each of us better than we know ourselves. And when we see our new homes, when you see your new home and I see my new home, it will be perfectly suited for each of us. We hope you enjoy today's message and you can always join us in person at C3 Pottstown in Pottstown, Pennsylvania. This morning we're going to end our series on the return of Jesus. I, I almost had it written in my notes. Today we're going to stop talking about the, uh, the return of Jesus. I thought, no, no, we're not going to stop talking about that. We're just going to end our series today. This subject is important for us because Jesus told us that he is going to return. And he also told us what it's going to be like. So today, what we're going to talk about is like we're putting the cherry on top of the Sunday. After the rapture and the tribulation, after the thousand-year reign and the battle of Armageddon, what is coming next is beyond nice. It's the fulfillment of the longing of our heart to spend eternity with God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Listen to what Paul said in Philippians. He says, I long to go and be with Christ, which would be far better for me. Man, it's just going to be better. You know, we get some pretty good moments, don't we? This is going to be better. In Hebrews, it says they were looking for a better place. A heavenly homeland. How are we going to get to this place? Well, Revelation 21 says we won't have to get to it. It's going to come to us. It says, then I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the old heaven and the old earth had disappeared. And the sea was also gone. And I saw the holy city the new Jerusalem coming down from God out of heaven like a bride beautifully dressed for her husband. The final event that God has projected for us in his word is the coming of a new creation. This new creation has a new heaven, it's got a new earth, and it's got a new city called the new Jerusalem. Now, this is what, uh, what we've been waiting for. This is what we've been living for. All creation has been waiting. The Bible says even groaning for this to happen. In Romans chapter 8, it says, For we know that all creation has been groaning as in the pains of childbirth right up to the present time. And we believers also groan, even though we have the Holy Spirit within us as a foretaste of future glory. Some good news for us this morning is this eternity is coming and it will be more than you could ever ask or imagine. So in this series, I've, I've tried to lay out God's future plans in a simple, systematic way. 
I, I tried to lay it out so I could understand it. And I figured if I could understand it, then everyone else could understand it. So if, if you've missed any of this, or if you want to review any of it, you can do that by going to youtube.com. So when you go to YouTube, go to the search and just type in C3 Pottstown. And, and you, can, you can look at these um, messages, or you can go back. I mean, they go back a long time there. And while you're there, subscribe to it. Okay, watching by video, subscribe to, to our channel, C3 Pottstown, because YouTube gives some special perks if we have 100 subscribers. Now, I, I've, I'm a subscriber, so, you know, when I go on, I, it's right there on my list. Today, we're going to go through chapters 21 and 22 in the book of Revelation to find out where and how we're going to live for all eternity. So we have the new heaven, a new earth, a new Jerusalem. So we're going to continue to read about the future. So starting with verse uh, 3 in chapter 21, God's home is now among his people. He will live with them and they will be his people. God himself will be with them. He will wipe every tear from their eyes and there will be no more death or sorrow or crying or pain. All these things will be gone forever. Do you see what it says? God is going to be in our midst. Verse 5 says, And the one sitting on the throne said, Look, I am making everything new. Don't you love it when you go into a store or maybe you see a commercial and they say new and improved? And you think, man, I already used that product. How could they make it better? And I mean, one, one product, and I, I'm not doing this to advertise anything, but, you know, I like Coke Zero. I've always liked Coke and, and uh, it tastes, Coke Zero tastes more like regular Coke. Well, now they've got a new one out. And, and I want to check it out to see if it's really better. He's saying, I am making everything new. Everything we've heard about heaven, how could it be better? But he's going to make it new. So I'm starting your notes now. If you're following along with your notes, let's first of all take a look at the description of the new Jerusalem. So he took me in the spirit to a great high mountain. And he showed me the holy city, Jerusalem, descending out of heaven from God. It shone with the glory of God and sparkled with a precious stone like jasper, as clear as crystal. Now, what's going on here is the angel is giving John kind of like a tour of what's going to happen in eternity. Now, back in the 70s, you know, during the Jesus movement, there was things going on that there's this great big light way out in space, and it's, you know, it's even too far for, for, uh, for telescopes to really to tell what it was, but it, but it was this great big thing, and it was bright, and, and everyone was saying, it's the new Jerusalem, it's coming, it's coming. That's not what the scripture says. There's going to be a new heaven before the new Jerusalem comes. So let's talk about this new Jerusalem. The walls, uh, the wall was broad and high. 
There were 12 gates guarded by 12 angels, and the names of the 12 tribes of Israel were written on the gates. The wall of the city had 12 foundation stones, and the names of the 12 apostles were written on them. 12 is the number of completion. Nothing will be incomplete there. There were 12 Israel represented by 12 gates representing the church on the 12 foundation stones. And, and it's going to be beautiful. I mean, let's, let's talk about the size of the city. It says the angel who talked to me uh, held in his hand a gold measuring stick to measure the city, its gates, and its wall. Jerusalem is a perfect cube. 1,400 miles long and high and wide. The walls are 216 feet deep. You know how far it is from this wall to that wall back there? It's 60 feet. Four of these, almost four of these will make the thickness of the walls. It says the, uh, the gates are made out of pearls, each one a single pearl. Would you like to see the oyster that made that? <laughs> yeah. The main street was pure gold, as clear as glass, it's like the guy, you know, these heaven jokes, the guy died and, and, and he was going to heaven and he, and he said to the angel standing at the gate, watch, there isn't an angel standing at the gate, but it's a joke, okay? Uh, he says, I'd like to take uh, just a gold nugget in with me. And, and the one angel looked at the other angel and says, do, do we allow this? And he looked at him and he says, I don't know why I'd want a piece of, bring a piece of pavement in because the streets are made out of gold. You'll get that when you're eating lunch today, okay? All right, what, what didn't John see there? Well, he didn't see a temple or church building. It says, I did not see a temple in it because the Lord, God Almighty, and the Lamb are its temple. He didn't see the sun or the moon. The city does not need the sun or the moon to shine on it. Why? Because the glory of God illuminates it, and its lamp is the Lamb. The nations will walk by its light. The kings of the earth will bring their glory into it. Its gates will never close by day because it will never be night there. They will bring the glory and honor of the nations into it. He never saw anything unclean there says nothing unclean will ever enter it, nor anyone who does what is detestable or false, but only those written in the Lamb's book of life. Make sure, friends, your name is written in the Lamb's book of life. All right, let's go on to talk about our eternal home, the throne room. Chapter 22, verse, verse 1 says, then the angel showed me a river with the water of life, clear as crystal, flowing from the throne of God and of the Lamb. 
It flowed down the center of the main street. On each side of the river grew a tree of life, bearing 12 crops of fruit, a fresh crop each month. The leaves were used for medicine to heal the nations. Verse 3 says, there no longer exists the, the curse of sin. So the new, the new earth is the, the hub of the new earth will be the new Jerusalem. Now, I already told you how big it is, but let's talk about it just a little bit more. 1,400 miles this way. 1,400 miles this way. The footprint of the uh, new Jerusalem is 2 million square miles. You know how big that is? That takes up almost half of the United States. Almost 2 million square miles. But that's not it. It's not just this way and this way. It's also this way. I mean, billions of people would, will be able to occupy the new Jerusalem. And then there's the river of life. It's crystal, a clear crystal flowing from the throne of God. The river flows down the center of the main street in Jerusalem, the new Jerusalem. Another stunning feature of the city is the tree of life. The tree stands on each side of the river. Now, some people think that it could be the tree that was in the Garden of Eden is now in heaven. Because you see, when man fell, when Adam and Eve sinned, the reason they, there was angels placed to keep them out of the Garden of Eden so they couldn't eat of the tree of life in their sinful, sin-bound state. And, and this, this, fruit, this tree bears fruit every month. It's a source of food and a source of healing. Let's, let's take a look at a few subjects that aren't covered in Revelation. But there are other places in the Bible. Let's talk about the country. In Hebrews chapter 11 it says, They agreed that they were foreigners and nomads on the earth, here on the earth. Obviously people who say such things are looking forward to a country they can call their own. If they had longed for the country they came from, they could have gone back. But they were looking for a better place, a heavenly homeland. Is that what you're looking for? A better place, a heavenly homeland. The new earth will be, have spacious outdoors. And then what about the housing? Hey, do you ever think about the housing in heaven? The wording for different translations is a little differently, okay? In the King James, it says, um, in my father's house are many mansions. In uh, other translations, it says, in my father's house are many dwellings. Uh, the NIV says, in my father's house are many rooms. I like the way the New Living Testament uh, translation says. It says, there is more than enough room in my father's home. <laughs> yeah, there's more than enough room. If this were not so, I would have told you that I am going to prepare a place for you. Well, what exactly will we be living in? Who knows? 
The good news is God knows each of us better than we know ourselves. And when we see our new homes, when you see your new home and I see my new home, it will be perfectly suited for each of us more than we could ever imagine. Well, there will be seasons on the new earth. I'm not sure how time is going to be measured. I mean, right now, how do we measure time? We measure by how much the earth moves around the sun and the tilt of the earth on all that. Well, there is not going to be any sun or moon or anything like that. We don't know how time is going to be measured, but it seems to me that there's going to be time on earth. Probably not time in heaven, but on earth. Because look what it says about the new earth. It says, as surely, this is in Isaiah, as surely as my new heavens and earth will remain, so will you always be my people with a name that will never disappear, says the Lord. All humanity will come to worship me from week to week and from month to month. And look what happens along the the river flowing out of the new Jerusalem. On each side of the river grew a tree of life bearing 12 crops of fruit with a fresh crop each month. It says each month it's going to happen. And and then what foods are we going to eat? I don't know. But here's what it says in Luke. It says, just as my father has granted me a kingdom, now I grant you to the right to eat and drink at my table in the kingdom. There's definitely going to be eating and drinking there. Revelation chapter 2 says, to everyone who is victorious, I will give fruit from the tree of life in the paradise uh, of God. And then there's the wedding feast. The wedding feast of the Lamb, it's going to be a huge event. Chapter 19 says, let us be glad and rejoice. Let us give honor to him for the time has come for the wedding feast of the Lamb and his bride has prepared herself. And then there's some other things that we're just going to mention here, okay? Uh, In Matthew 22, uh, Jesus said there will be neither marriage nor given in marriage. We're... We uh, can assume that because all of our new natures, um, the tarnish of sin will be washed away. And as a result, our relationships will be better than they ever were here on earth. And then in 1 Corinthians 13, the love chapter, it tells us about knowledge. There's going to be a time when knowledge, new knowledge isn't going to be necessary because we will um, completely. And then what about working? Are we going to work in heaven? The answer is yes. According to John chapter 5, Jesus says, My father is always working, and so am I. And then in Genesis, the Lord said, it says, The Lord God took the man and put him in the Garden of Eden to do what? To work it and care for it. So this is just a small sampling of heaven. It's, it's this and much, much more. You see, life on earth can contain some very exhilarating moments, can it? I mean, some great moments. Once it's done, those who have trusted Christ, life is going to get better. And I, I'm here to encourage you 
to live your life for Jesus because this is just a drop in the bucket. You know, there are some people that maybe life isn't good right now. I'm here to tell you, life will be so much better in eternity. Heaven is a place of unspeakable joy. It's a place of great eternal rewards. And I don't know what that looks like. I don't know what they are. But I want you to experience every reward that's possible for you in the new creation. How do we do that? We serve Christ diligently. We serve him faithfully. We serve him joyfully. We serve him with great anticipation because what is coming is so much better than anything we've ever seen before. I want to close with the words of the Apostle Peter. Last week I closed with a scripture from his first epistle. Today I want to close with some of his final words from the second epistle. He says, but the day of the Lord will come as unexpected as a thief. Then the heavens will pass away with a terrible noise and the very elements themselves will disappear in fire. And the earth and everything on it will be found to deserve judgment. Since everything around us is going to be destroyed like this, what holy and godly lives you should live looking forward to the day of God and hurrying it along. On that day, he will set the heavens on fire and the elements will melt away in the flames. But we are looking forward to the new heavens and the new earth that he has promised, a world filled with God's righteousness. So dear friends, while you are waiting for these things to happen, Make every effort to be found living peaceful lives that are pure and blameless in his sight. Now, I think I, I need to say this next statement because somebody needs to hear it, either here in this room or watching by video or maybe both places. Some of you are listening to this message and, and you're thinking, you know, that just sounds like a fantasy land. How could anything like that be so true? You know, if you believe God, put it this way, if you believe there is a God, then why couldn't any of this be true? Why couldn't all of it be true? And it does sound too good to be true. And you know, we, we've, we've got this saying, if it, if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is too good. And the enemy would want us to think that. The enemy would want us to have some doubts about what's going on, what's going to happen in the end times. Because we know that he's going to be bound. We know that when he's let loose, he's going to be sent into the lake of fire, of torment. We know that's going to happen. He wants to take as many people with him as he can. Not because he hates us so much, but because he hates our creator. And he wants to bring damnation to his creation. Friends, what I've shared with you is the gospel. It is true. It sounds good. You know why? Because it is good. 
And it has nothing to do with the way you live as far as earning a salvation, being good, doing this, doing that, earning yourself. You just can't do it. Those of you watching by video, it's accepting Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. Some people say, well, when my life gets better, I'll come to Jesus. No, that's backwards. Come to Jesus now. If you're not serving the Lord the way you should be serving the Lord, start serving him now. He will change your heart. He will bring you to the place where you need to be. Because I don't want anyone to miss what God has for us. I mean, I, I can almost visualize this 1,400-mile cube coming down. I don't even know what the new earth is going to look like, but coming down. And that's going to be our new home. I don't know if there's going to be escalators, elevators, or if we're just going to fly to where we need to go. Because we can't all live on the same floor. I mean, we can, we can speculate all that stuff, but we don't have to speculate that it's going to happen. So this morning... If you're having some difficulties in your life, being where you need to be in Christ, we want to pray for you. I don't want anyone to miss this fabulous eternity God has prepared for us. Thanks for tuning in to this week's C3 Podcast. We hope you tune in next week as well. If you would like to partner with us financially to spread this even further, go to c3potstown.com give. Have a great day.